Welcome to Ghostwatch 2017. My name is Coriander Dickinson, and I have a podcast called Ghostwatch 2016 that's about Common Rider Ghost. This podcast is about that podcast. So joining me are Adam Wasserman. Hello. And Alexi Peppers. Hello. So guys, guys. And I'm sure. Come on, like, this is supposed to be a fun kids show. <laughs> it's not fair, all right? You, you, get you did a tweet. You did a tweet about about crying. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't down with this episode. This I is was like, are you cheating on us with another children's show? No, this is the only Japanese children's show I'm currently watching. You can't have a kid's show where the main character is like condemned to death and his best friends are crying about it in secret, but like putting on an attempt at a happy face. And then he dies on the beach in like, ah, it's it's too sad, guys. Can be okay? Yeah, I'll be all right. I've had like a couple days to come to terms with it. Also, I do find it interesting. I guess I'll just jump straight into it. Um, I feel like kids, because of maybe the whole like lack of object permanence, I feel like that hangs around for a while in that a sad thing can happen, but as long as like something kind of happy happens after, then they just bounce back. It's like how kids fall on their face, and then they like are maybe sad for a minute, but then they're just kind of like, oh well. I feel like as an adult, with like <laughs> the empathy of a child, I don't have the bounce back. <laughs> The fact that at the end of the day, Kamen Rider goes Takeru's back, it still doesn't take away from the fact that I was very sad about him dying. I don't know that children have empathy. Yeah. Oh, that might be the other thing. If that's true, then why do they put sad stuff in kids' shows? Well, you have to train them to have empathy at some point. Baby mm. steps. And I don't know. I mean, they still have emotions, just empathy isn't one of them. <laughs> And who doesn't want to make small children sad? I, I jumped right to like the middle slash end of the episode, but I was just I was waiting. After I watched the episode, I was like, ah man, what did what did Adam and Corey get me into? Why am I watching this, this sad children's TV show? <laughs> you didn't anticipate how sad you would get. Yeah. I had no idea that you would be susceptible to the the charms of Japanese children's television. Donari yeah. like broke down crying and fell onto his knees because he like was so upset. Well, we didn't know he'd be so susceptible to the charms of Onari either. To be fair. <laughs> that's that's yeah. true. I don't that... think anyone expected that. Least of all me. <laughs> if you'd shown me like a picture of Onari ahead of time and been like, "Hey, this is the guy that you're gonna like. He'll be your favorite, and you'll really care about his feelings," I'd be like, "Uh, that sounds crazy, but all right." <laughs> It's like Dragon Age Inquisition. When I saw a picture of, like, the companions. Um, so you, you like Solus? Is that what you're saying? I did, and it is weird. And that's what reminded <laughs> me. The baldness reminded me of the fact that I ended up romancing Solus, and at first it was just like, oh, I guess like I'll just pick the one that's, like, exclusive to the current... Like, I was playing a, a, an elf, and it was like, well, I guess this one character only romances female elves, so I guess I'll, like, pick him first. Just like whatever, and it was like, oh no, I'm in too deep. <laughs> I've you might a have a type. That's a weird type. <laughs> that's you know, that's that's 
not an unknown type. And I wouldn't it's say a type that exists. I wouldn't say no. I have like a crush on Onari necessarily. I like him a lot as a character and want him to be happy. But nah. I guess I kind of I I I more and more just kind of like partly as a joke, but partly for real you ship him with uh, Akari because I just think they're like a fun couple. Mm, mm, no, no, An- Onari's perfect match comes along later. Oh, That's, yes, <laughs> yeah. Spoilers. Fun. Mm. All right, I look forward to that. Anyways, this is episode twelve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry guys, <laughs> jump the gun. <laughs> I'll only do this on the episodes where a main character dies and all of their friends are eaten up about it. That's going to happen a few more times, I'm yeah, sorry. more times than you'd really expect. <laughs> uh, should we say the name? Yeah. Okay, do we all have the name? I, I have it. I have okay. it this time. I finally wrote it down. So, three, two, one. Episode, episode 12. Episode 12. High, High stakes. stakes. In episode 12 of Comrade or Ghost, Taco Time's time runs out, but the show is not over. Also, we didn't really launch a Kickstarter. Do not look for it. Should and we launch a Kickstarter? Song. Theme song. Oh, theme song. We were watching a show made of reject Sony R&D. Special effects spreading across half a century. Magic ghost shirts, pokeballs, and fanny packs. And despite never leaving, Coriander is back. The bestest post that watched Common Rider Ghost has more to say with this replay. Join Adam and Alexi in this meta fun, rehashing a show that still isn't done. Enjoy the unseen with Ghost Watch 2017. Really hope Gandalf's squeaking doesn't get removed by like the noise processing. Yeah, special guest Very star. Valuable. Guest yeah. star, if you're able to hear her, is uh, Gandalf, my cat. Oh, <laughs> that was so good. Good job, Gandalf. She sometimes is secretly on Common Rider Ghost Ghost Watch 2017, but she's not always chatty. I think we even got an episode titled after her, didn't we? Yes. Oh, maybe. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, do you listen to the episodes at all, Alexi? I can't remember. I usually yeah. do, yeah. Episode 5 is Gandalf. Okay. It was interesting that I feel like even this episode wasn't expecting anyone to care as much as I cared. Because, like, they they go into this whole, like, oh, time is running out thing. And even in that, there's a part where days are passing by and they're just playing this, like, jazzy montage music. Like, it's totally the wrong tone. I was like... You've emotionally invested in me. I'm upset that, like, time's running out and Takiru's gonna die. And even the TV show was like, hey, isn't this fun? Montage. <laughs> Crossing days off a calendar and crying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess this is only 12 episodes of the TV show, but I'm already... I care about the characters a lot. So any kind of character stuff really gets to me. Even in a good way, like, Makoto visiting um, his sister in hospital. He was, like, peeling an orange for her, and it was just really cute to see Makoto do something, like, chill and, like, actually enjoying himself instead of just being angry at all times. So I was like, aww. (laughs) Um, Here's what annoys me. 
Oh yeah, go for it. About the, about the montage. Well, not the montage so much, but so they're they're crossing off date, dates on the calendar, and the last day I believe is January tenth. Yeah, I and think so. yeah, so they they aired an episode on January tenth, but it was the following episode, not this one, and that for whatever reason what? really bugs me. No, yeah. yeah, you're right. That's awful. Hmm. That's such an like you're so close. <laughs> they, they must have known <laughs> yeah well because i looked it up because i'm like there's sometimes sometimes they do sync this stuff up where like uh an episode will air and they'll say oh it's the specific day and it'll actually be the date that it airs like i've seen that happen that'd be fun and i case. feel like they could get away with that because they tend to do a lot of like next episode oop it's 13 days later like they seem to play really like loose and fast with how much time passes between episodes yeah, and I mean, on a normal, and on yet a normal there's show, no they don't character have character progress in that time. Yeah. No. I, no. I mean, most other shows don't have like a fixed time, time limity thing happening. So it's just sort of assumed that everything took about a year to happen. But yeah, not in this case. Oh, man. When when as part of the montage, Takeru takes Akari to the like nuclear quantum mechanics, whatever place that she was trying to take him to in like the first episode i was like no i can't handle this it's too cute and sad <laughs> it does seem like taco has really grown i i would not be surprised i bet he'll just like regress again and become a fool but for a little while it was almost like weird how much imminent death suited him he was like yeah i'm finally just kind of at peace and a better person now do you remember, like, David Tennant's end for Doctor Who? Yeah, don't get into that. <laughs> well, I'm just, you know, it's kind of like that familiar thing. It's like, here, let's touch on past memories mm. of yeah. people we've met along the way. In this case, it's like five people, but we met them. Uh-huh. I was going to say that David Tennant's doctor, like, totally was not chill about it at all, but yes. Well, he was and he wasn't. He was till he wasn't, I guess, technically. Once during a game of D&D, actually like the workplace game of D&D, um, we were just like playing normally and then uh, the DM, Zach, just like pulled out I don't want to go and he said it with like the same inflection and looked right at me and I was like, what are you doing, man? We were having a fun game, now I'm super sad. <laughs> he really regretted it because it was like, oh no. <laughs> no one, No one's ready for my complete inability to chill about emotional things um but no other other than the imminent death the montage had a lot of like cute moments i ended up googling and learning a bit about um mokitsuki the japanese new year tradition of making moki mochi mochi sorry mochi tsuki moon mochi so yeah. Mm. All right. I was yes. I was curious. I I was trying to figure out. I was like, I can see that they're doing some kind of like festival and that they're making mochi. And then I was like, well, timeline wise, maybe it's New Year's. So, do you know about the rabbits on the moon? I do, because of Sailor Moon. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That wasn't a surprise to me in Ghostwatch 2016 because I already knew that. Ah, so I probably brought it up for Kate. Yes. Good. It blew Kate's mind. Yeah, it blew her mind. Yes. I don't remember now. I'm like, was that something not 
expressed in the show? I thought that I don't I don't know that we've given Kate mochi yet. Like maybe she's had some like ice cream mochi, but we haven't like grilled mm. any mochi or gotten fresh mochi for her. I think I've only ever had ice cream mochi. I don't think I've had just that mochi mochi. You can get um some types of mochi stuff at uh TNT. Yeah, that's where mm-hmm. I got my ice cream mochi. Yeah. It's not it's not the same um when it's like not frozen. Yeah. It's a lot chewier. Okay. Yeah, it's like warm and stretchy. Yeah. They have uh usually like fresh mochi wrapped around mango, like um ma- man- mango. Mango daifuku. Oh, is that what's daifuku? Okay. Yeah. It's it's like a thin thin mochi wrapped around like fruit. Okay. I've had uh dango. Is that bad yeah. or good pronunciation? Um which I think is similar because that's also like rice flour. Yeah, dango is basically mochi too. Okay. Isn't it on a stick though? I mean, it's totally different. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sometimes it's on a stick. I had it on a stick. They they sell it at TNT as well, but not on a stick. Oh. I got it Maybe I think you can in... get it like with peanut filling and uh, red bean filling. Oh, this was just like no filling on a stick with that like sweet, like oh. caramely looking sauce. Yeah. In oh, that's cool. maybe Los Angeles in like the Japanese mm. area. I can't nice. remember either that or like no, not Vancouver. I don't know somewhere in the states that had a big um, Japanese area that my family. Was willing to take me to go check out. Hmm. Yeah, the closest I've had to that is like from a pop and cooking set. <laughs> so I had a tiny, little, tiny little one. Yeah, but it's grape flavored. Uh, the, the mochi, the the mochi on the stick was pretty authentic-ish. Hmm. It was like a taiyaki set and it had like little little mochi on the stick and little daifuku. It was pretty good. Yeah. I didn't know until we went to Japan, like, how many things you can put in taiyaki. <laughs> I thought it was, like, boring, and everyone was just like, red bean paste goes in these fish shapes, and then, but no, you can get custard. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That would be good. I have never had taiyaki, and um, I don't know if it's actually taiyaki or if it's something else that's similar, but there's um, this dessert place just opened up by the office. Um, oh, did that place finally open? Yeah, it did. But they're not open at lunch, so like we haven't been able to go there. <laughs> um, and they do—they have like a fish pastry with red bean paste in it. Yeah, that sounds like it's probably taiyaki. Yeah, I really want to try it out. They mostly do this like shaved. Um, I don't think it's ice. I think it's like shaved milk, ice mm. something with like fruit on mm. it. Hmm. It's not something I'm familiar with, and I haven't actually been able to go there yet, so. Do they have parfait? I, I don't think they have parfait. Yeah, because yeah, it's it's not exclusively a Japanese dessert place. No, if anything, like, I'm trying to think it might be not Japanese. I think it might be yeah. Korean. I think so. Oh, that'd be good, too. Yeah. It's right 
is right next to the uh, Japanese street food restaurant, which is also quite good. That place is really good. We go there for lunch almost once a week. Hmm. Ah. Yeah, it's a Korean dessert cafe. Um, this this place and Bingsu is the name of this like shaved something fruit thing. I don't know. I really want to go, but they don't open till like two o'clock. That's no good. Yeah. Man, the office is really goodly, like well situated. Like, there's a there's a good bubble tea place at least. There's like all sorts of foods. Yeah, yeah. The being uh, on white is like the best. It is taiyaki that they have. Well, dang, oh, I really gotta sweet. try it. I've never had fresh taiyaki. They they have like taiyaki sometimes with bean paste, but usually with like cheese in it at TNT as well from a place that I guess just makes taiyaki. Huh. You're coming down sometime, Corey. Let's get taiyaki. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make a list. Yeah. There's a bakery downtown that makes crullers but glazes them with like icing. Mm. Oh my god. And I have to I have to stop by briefly for <laughs> Of course. Yep. All right. All right. We're doing anyway. a podcast. Back to the podcast. How far are we? Oh, yeah. Taco died. Taco died. Um, and it was like that shot um, with like the feathers. And then they, they had real feathers. Like they had like CGI ones. But then as he dissolved, it, there seemed to be some real feather effects involved. And Onari's like holding on to Taco. So when Taco disappears, Onari like collapses through him. And everyone's crying, and there's like memory feathers, and then like the waves come up and are washing away the feathers. And oh my god, guys! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this all sounds like stuff that happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I have vague memories of these things. Yes, I found it all very um, well done and um, sad and beautiful for me, at least. I do love the memory feathers. Mm -hmm. They're like actually a thing that appears in the show and not just the opening. Yeah, you know, I didn't even notice until listening to Ghostwatch 2016 that those are from the opening. Like the connection didn't appear to me. I think I was just, I was too busy like being emotional about it to think critically. It's okay. It's okay to let your emotions get in the way every once in a while. <laughs> every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the tone just like makes this 180, which is where I think that children maybe can adjust to this faster than I do, because boom, henshin explosion, and we get boost. Yeah. Who, again, I was like, okay, I was like, uh, I'll try and adjust my emotions back to, like, excited for fight instead of, like, emotionally decimated. Uh, but I couldn't handle it, because not only was it, like, okay, fun fight time, but he has the sunglass slasher. Who's... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that so like out of nowhere dumb looking? It is. I wrote in my notes, I was I said, please, this was a serious show for a minute. How can you whiplash me like this? <laughs> <laughs> and then they beat up Makoto more than I thought that this show was comfortable with doing. He looked bad. He was, was his hair a bit must? No, his face <laughs> was like all super bruised up with like little cuts on it. Like they weren't there wasn't a ton of blood, but there was a lot of bruising. Yeah, and 
in common rider language like having cuts on your face or like a little bit of blood at the corner of your mouth basically means you're almost dead yeah well mm-hmm. i remember like when when other people have been hurt before like i remember i don't remember was it when he died but like sometime takeru got hurt and he had like some blood out of the corner of his mouth um but Makoto, like, he wasn't bleeding a lot, but his whole face was all bruised up. Maybe part of it was, like, lighting angles or something, but he looked awful. Um, so is the show called Common Rider Boost now? No. No. But he's not Ghost anymore. Common Rider Ghost doesn't exist. No, he's got a new form. He's got, that's yeah. his boost form. It's, it's, an, it's like, additional to. Okay. I guess I just have to learn another rule about how these things work. Yeah, he's still it's gonna like use going to use Super Saiyan. Like, yeah, yeah, it's just like that. Okay. It's uh, it's like when Sailor Moon gets a power up. Like she has new, like, henshin equipment, but she's still Sailor Moon. I guess, except that when she henshin, she doesn't say like, "I'm Sailor." you know, planetoid, and I'm here to tell you you're a bad person. She still says, I'm Sailor Moon. Okay, it's like when when new Sailor Scouts show up, they don't change the name of the show to Sailor Moon and Sailor Mercury and Sailor Moon, etc. They aren't, like, going into Sailor Moon to give her a boost. They aren't, like, combining their souls with her. Actually, that does kind of happen in the finales sometimes. Yeah, yeah, sometimes well, they're they give dead her, for that. Their spiritual energy. <laughs> and Taco's dad is dead for this. It's all the same. <laughs> I don't know anymore what point I'm arguing towards, but it's all the same, man. And then at the very end, the episode pissed me off because <laughs> A, Makoto, who had been showing such improvement, was a dumb asshole. And <laughs> after having gone through all of this, Taco was like, now we can fight together. And Makoto's like, no. <laughs> and leaves in a huff, like he always did. God damn it, Makoto. I guess it's because he's a wanted man, and he's like, I bet that'll be his rationale of like, oh, I can't bring my friends into this. But now we're back to the same deal with him, and then we have another 99 days to collect the icons again. Time is meaningless. <laughs> yeah, let's just back to the top, everybody. Do it again. Yep. There are no rules. <laughs> Hopefully, given that Takeru this time is starting with like eight icons, mm-hmm. um, something interesting will happen sooner instead of having another 12 episodes of icon hunting. Also, Ghost Wars 2016, um, how old is the Kiyaku means plan meme? Where did that come from? I hadn't heard that till this year. What? Really? Uh, Kikaku means plans from like the 90s. Huh. Uh, I, think, I would say. Like, when I looked or it like up, it was from, it's from like it's uh, from, Death Note. From, so. Oh, it's from Death Note. Is it from Death? Yeah, it's. That's not I the don't 90s. know. I just assume everything old is from the 90s. <laughs> Death Note's from like the late 2000s. So. Yeah, the late 2000s. Okay, well then maybe... I was going to say it worse, but no, that's about right. I guess I probably, like, I missed it then, because I wasn't really on the internet. And then... 2007, so it's 10 years old. Okay, so... Happy birthday, meme. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It probably came back because of the movie or TV show or whatever it was that they did this year. Oh, yeah, probably. They did do a TV thing. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, the Netflix movie. Yeah. So I think yeah. that brought back the meme and was my first exposure to it. So I actually had never seen it anywhere, and I had to look it up. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Well, now I can feel better. There you go. You're you're better than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, like it's it's Kakaku means plan still doesn't quite resonate with me the way the Yuri Kuma Arashi everything is going to be Daijobu. Like, I don't know that one. It's basically they decided not to translate Daijobu as okay or all right. <laughs> it's just like everything's going to be Daijobu. Why? <laughs> Lazy. Weird too, because it's not hard to translate. No, it's it's like a one word swap. Yeah. It's like they just somehow missed it or something. I am like I'm almost disappointed to be back to the normal subtitles because it was kind of cool that the other subtitling group that I had last week um, left the honorifics just in instead of translating them. I mm. feel like if mm -hmm. doing stuff like that would help me learn things. Nah, it's just extended periods of exposure. Yeah. Yeah, really. I find that you tend to pick up like a few words per series, like. Because there's usually one or two things that they are idiosyncratic to the series that they hammer home, or even specific episodes. Mm -hmm. Doki Doki goes. Like eventually, you're gonna like learn the word for theme park just because they go to a lot of theme parks. Cool. Yeah, it also helps like distinguishing like between words. Like you can kind of hear eventually like the breaks between words, so it also doesn't just run together. And then mm. you can also tell when they switch to English. Yeah. <laughs> In the middle of talking. Yes. I am Or throwing loan words at least. Last night when I was using Duolingo and learning some Japanese, I was being taught how to count things. Ooh. And what kind of things? It matters. I yeah. well yeah, here's the thing is that I was learning how to count some things and it was like, oh here's how like counting birds. And they have the thing where you can click on the individual characters to get the kind of breakdown of like oh, this wah is here because of this, like, whatever. <laughs> and there was one in it that I was like, I don't understand why that hiragana character is in there. That's not part of the things I learned. And I click on it and it says, for counting birds. <laughs> so, well, that's... Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, and then I brought this up with um, this guy Jacob, who was visiting, who Corey knows. Um, yes. And he informed me that yes. it's not just that there is a counting number for birds, but that like round and short things have their own category. Mm -hmm. Sticks. Sticks have a specific category. Why? <laughs> Why this? <laughs> Japan. Japan. It's interesting too because they can use it for for interesting contexts. Like, um, have you seen Attack on Titan? I have not. The the main character on that show um very frequently says he's going to kill all the titans but he uses the he uses the counting word when he says that to refer to like tiny things like to show his utter contempt for them huh oh yeah nice i learned that that's cool yeah like i guess like it's a, it's a cool language thing it just was so confusing to me mm -hmm. and i couldn't decide if it was more or less confusing i guess less confusing about the same because um, the one flaw with like Duolingo is that it didn't explain this to me. It just taught me, here's how to count birds. By the way, this this thing means you're counting birds. 
Um, so to learn that there are many different kind of like obscure categories through which you have to have special words is just, I don't know what to do with this information other than, I guess, memorize a lot of things. Yep. Yeah. It's kind of like how French decided that like mm. 420s was a good <laughs> a good representation for 80. Yeah. Just like mm, 70 420s. <laughs> mm. 420s and 10. Oh god. <laughs> but like money's easy. Like that's that's a really standard. Get up to the thousands. <laughs> oh god. Oh see. Yeah, it's very important in Japanese to say all the numbers that are included in any number. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's true of anything. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. No, oh, well, I, I found it interesting. I learned some uh, German and Dutch before, and I liked the fact that how in English we have these weird um, 11, 12, 13 before we go into the like normal 14, 15 mm. uh, kind of stuff. <laughs> I know that it's not exactly that, but you know what I mean. Yeah, five team. Five team. Yeah. Basically that. Yeah. Um, but German and and therefore Dutch have the same thing, but like eleven, twelve, like those special ones. Elfenswil. Yeah, well that's just, you know, English being so Germanic. Yeah. Mm. Anyways, for the money I was gonna say, like they only have like yen. They don't switch at the hundreds to a different word for money, oh. like we do with dollars versus cents. That makes sense. Like twenty dollars is twenty thousands. Or does that make or twenty hundreds? Whatever. Now, very good. It's dad joking it up. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna allow it. <laughs> Damn it! Gonna cut it. Yep. <laughs> don't send me to the ocean. It'll take me forever to get there. Oh, yeah. You guys don't have quite the accessibility that we do. It's like a 15-minute yeah, walk <laughs> to the ocean in like, I don't any want direction. I to go to the river. Ugh. Ugh. Is it icy? Not yet. yet. Okay. I can't tell. It's 11 degrees. Yeah, well, that's what it is here, too, but it doesn't really go lower than that. <laughs> yeah, it's but unusually I'm gonna be going, today. I'm going to... California tomorrow, and it's supposed to be like 30. So, um, stupid California and there's stupid weather. And a bunch of my friends are in Melbourne. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, just confusing weather, confusing dateline nonsense. Is California still on fire? I think so, probably. Okay. A friend that of mine got fine. a fancy face mask hmm. to wear. It looks like a 80s laser background. Dang. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I kind of want one. I've always thought that the whole, like, mask over the face when you're sick thing was very courteous and made a lot of sense. And I always wanted to do it whenever I was sick and had to go to university, but, like, it, I felt like it wasn't common enough here to get away with it. Like, I'd just be a weirdo, or maybe people would think I was, like, really sick. It's just mm. like, no. Like, yeah, but they sell those masks in, like, London Drugs, which is a major chain, so... Yeah, I think it's getting more common here. Yeah. Maybe. Go back to university and put a mask on. <laughs> yeah. Follow your dreams. <laughs> Do it. All right. No, I don't see a lot of people. Or at least I didn't. Just, that was only like two years ago. It wasn't a long time ago. Hmm. I don't know. I didn't see a lot of people doing it. But we should. It just makes sense. It kind of doesn't. They don't block enough from, from my 
taste, and and then you've got just a mouthful of your own grossness. I guess so. It seems my doctor's than office nothing. makes people put them on if they come in and they have like like uh, lung based illnesses. Hmm. Anyways, right, Ghostwatch. Right. Uh, do you have anything uh, left? No, I'm good. I, I look forward to happier episodes. <laughs> and I, I, I complain always... about motorcycles. Oh, do it. Well, the next episode's Bird Boy Attacks. So, oh, we're gonna get we're gonna get some interesting stuff happening in the next next little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing Knife Knife again. You got Aww. you hyped up Knife Knife. I'm really I love Knife Knife so much. I'm waiting for Knife Knife. Yeah, but based on what you've n- known about me uh, so far and <laughs> the way I react to like extremely stupid things, <laughs> I don't know that hype is the correct. <laughs> you should anticipate something just absurd. I like stupid you things. Could, you could dread it. Mm, yeah, it's with a mix of dread and anticipation that I think of Knife Knife. All right. I'm willing to call this done. I haven't complained so, about motorcycles yet. Yeah, complain about motorcycles. Uh, Go for it. Here's my complaint. And this is not actually specific to Ghost, because Ghost is fine because his motorcycle transforms when he does. Mm-hmm. But there's there's a non-insignificant number of common Rider shows where they just ride around on their common Rider motorcycles when they're not transformed oh. and like park them in front of buildings and stuff and just nobody notices that it's like, hey, the same motorcycle that common Rider rides. Well, Ghost has the excuse that they're invisible. Oh, that's also true. I forget about that. Yeah. Because the show forgets about that eventually, too. <laughs> yep. Are there other common Rider shows where it's like a secret identity thing where it matters that people don't yeah, know? Yeah, that- well, most of, most of them are, are se- at least semi-secret. Hmm. I'm thinking specifically of like common Rider Double where... It's it's supposed to be a secret anyway, but they have a detective agency and they just park their motorcycle out in front of it, and it's like looks exactly like the the double helmet, like it's got like the W on it and everything, and it's sort of like really obviously the same motorcycle. <laughs> or or Common Rider Drive, where he definitely has a secret identity, but he's driving around in the in the Common Rider Drive car all the time. Yes. Which is just like, and nobody puts it together somehow <laughs> that he's the same guy. I wonder if the Forze might motorcycle is different motorcycles. Like they go to space and get abandoned there repeatedly. So is, is Earth just orbited by a bunch of motorcycles? I feel like probably. I don't know. Maybe it, maybe it, maybe it teleports back. But yeah. Forze barely has a, a secret identity anyway. Yeah. Speaking of which, so the um, the Common Rider build crossover movie that's coming out soon uh, is going to have six uh, Heisei Common Riders in it, including Forza. Oh, yeah, and O's, which is exciting for me. Yeah, but I want to see Forza because I want him to be friends with everyone. I know. Well, Forza is going to be in it. It's going to be. He's going to make friends with everyone. It's going to be Build, uh, X-Aid, Ghost, Forze, Oz, and Gaim. Okay. Yeah. Which is kind of funny because Gaim was sort of in the last one, but they obviously didn't have access to the actor, so they just 
like when he wasn't henshin just showed him from behind oh no yeah i just want to hear that robot voice saying the names of fruits <laughs> pineapple like forze's voice yeah that would be cool For yeah. forze's belts robot voice is, is great totally on point yeah Oh, you know, that does remind me. Yeah, because you were saying earlier how, like, shows will teach you some Japanese words, and I will say that thanks to the belt, I'll always remember Oyasumi. <laughs> there you go. I got one. <laughs> Gandalf agrees. Yeah. Gandalf is also learning Japanese one word at a time. That word is nya. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank everyone for listening. Thank My you name's Grander Dickinson. You can find me on Twitter at Absalar. Uh, I'm Adam Wasserman. You can find me on Twitter at, at Gold Sarcasmium. And I'm Alexi Peppers, and you can find me at AM Peppers. And also, Gandalf has been here, but Gandalf does not have social media. Aw. You gotta monetize that. Yeah. Send me money and I'll make my cat a social <laughs> media account. I want That's not how monetization works. No, I want it up front. Now you gotta build your brand first. You gotta build her brand. She's already appearing on podcasts. It's pretty good for a cat. Well, yeah. Like podcasts. What other podcasts <laughs> is she on? That's a secret. Not a... Oh, man. Totally not an unintentional S. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to your new podcast, Alexi. Mm -hmm. Gandalf Watch 2017. She sleeps a lot. It's a pretty boring podcast. I like the highlights, though.